Now, one of the services you provide is giving people something to talk about. Let, let them talk. It makes them happy. It makes them feel good. They don't believe half the shit they say. People want to talk. Yeah. It's fun to talk. It's fun to talk. It's fun to talk. All right, all right, all right. Between two brackets, episode one. Who who am I here with today? Who's my lucky guest? What's up? What's up? It's the one and only Jesus Cobas coming to you live from Tampa, Florida, the 305. Just kidding. That's Miami. 813 in the building. Shout out to my Miami folk. How's it going, everybody? All right, all right. Uh, I'm not going to be as dramatic as my guy Jesus here, but it's Ashton from the 242. <laughs> My boy uh, said, nah, that's man, dramatic. We gotta delete that, bro. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty tragic. All right, all right, all right. But we are here today to give you guys some, some world-class tips on how to survive college slash engineering. We have been lucky enough to, to make it through the trials and the f- tribulations and the fire and the flames and so we're here to give some advice. My guy, Jesus, let the people know what your major is so they know that we're not out here fluking. We really got this degree. I got a degree in Chegg and YouTube. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, so I well, actually, have a That's deg- some real good advice right there. We should, <laughs> we should bring that one there in. Yeah, because that, that could be misused in the wrong way. So anyways, I have a degree in, um, I have a bachelor's of science and mechanical engineering, you know, nothing nothing too crazy, just the best engineering degree you could get. <laughs> this guy. As long as it's not computer science or computer engineering or anything computer related, that's the one you want to get. Go ahead, Ashton, tell oh, me. Oh, wait, you wait, got. wait, where you got that degree from, son? Oh, uh, you know, USF, straight from California, University of South Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guy. so if you look up USF, it's not San Francisco. Unfortunately not. It's San, Fr- San Francisco. It's Tampa, Florida. <laughs> That's right. All right. And uh, for those of you guys who don't know me, hopefully you'll get to know me through these podcasts and realize that I give give awful advice. I don't listen to anything that I say. It's all about my guests. But uh, I got a degree in computer science from the one and only University of South Florida. All right. So let's get this. Let, let's get this let's get this started Jesus uh, first started off how did you uh, how did you even get interested in mechanical engineering why would anybody torture themselves for uh, <laughs> for five years to get themselves a degree so worthless <laughs> I'm just joking we all we all need mechanical engineers I'm over here thinking well he's gassing me up and then I just waited till the end um, all right so my initial it's funny it's funny because my initial choice was electrical engineering because of my dad he's an electrical engineer he's he got his degree in cuba so shout out to all my cubans out there um we made it we made it to to the states like yuma if you're cuban you know what that means but anyways wait i'm not cuban what does that mean it's like our way of saying the united states oh yuma where's yeah. it i'm coming from america <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good question this is a question nobody ever asked uh um, that's what I learned in college, bro. You gotta ask the right questions. Yeah, exactly. Hey, well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll Definitely. get to that. You guys are you guys are in for a treat. I'm gonna give you the cheat code, exactly on what you should do, what not to do. Ashton, he will just tell you. You know, it's Ashton. Don't listen to him. You don't want to hear him talk. But um, 
what you call it? Yeah, so my dad was my biggest influence. So I got my uh, initial choice to be electrical engineering. But then shortly afterwards, that boy found out he wasn't smart enough for that life. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because what made me change my mind is I looked at the GPA requirement and you only need like a 2.5 to get in. So I'm like, it can't be that worthy. And the, the mechanical engineering one needed like three. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm taking that one. So Is that really how you became yeah, a fact, Yeah, you could fact check me. You could look it up. Ah, all right, all right. Like, uh, back in like summer of 2014, the GPA requirement was 3.0 for mechanical and like electrical is like something else. I don't know. All right, and we don't want to we don't want to like confuse you guys and make you think that the overall GPA was 2.5 or 3.0. It's just your engineering courses, your your select few. But we we get deeper into that later. All right. So why did I choose computer science? Why did I decide to? Uh, Torture myself for for four years doing comp sci. Uh, so you know, I got this I got this speech prepared for recruiters. You know, it starts off so lovely. It's so like you know, I developed my passion for computer science and uh, <laughs> but no, really and truly, I uh, I took a programming course in my boarding school. Shout out Linden Institute. Shout out shout out Mr. Critchlow for teaching me how to program some Python. But yeah, that was my first taste of computer science, and then from there. I was like, well, this is pretty cool. You know, being able to write this code in the computer, the computer magically makes things happen. So so maybe I'll get a degree in this. And then uh, from there, I, I got myself a degree magically. Don't know how I made it, but I did. <laughs> don't know what I'd do if I didn't. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I really don't know. Like, And uh, I know we talk about it all the time, but growing up for me, at least, I had three options. Doctor, engineer, or lawyer. Oh wow! Look at you, overachiever. And yeah, <laughs> two out of two out of the three requires you to go to school for like ten years. So I'm like, nope. Engineer it is. I'm not going to go to school for ten years. That's not me. Dang, bro. So so what happened to all the other majors? You just they just not good enough for you. They just. That's what you're just trying to say. It's 2020. You know, you can't just ask me questions like that. It's it's personal. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> I didn't mean to cross those boundaries, those lines, you know? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, man. It's just I don't know. No, uh, I understand it. Mom, it's like, you know, coming from the West Indies and coming from like places like that. That's kind of the pressure is that parents put on you. Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to say I was just going to throw in something. I was Yeah, I don't have a stomach for medicine like at all. Oh, no. So No, not at all. <laughs> that was out. And um and I like I like engineering though. Like it's um no, it's fun. It's, it's good. the best of both worlds. So it's, it's, it's the best of. Uh, if you don't, if you don't love your social life, and if you know, you, you simply just don't like your yourself. Engineering is ten out of ten where you want to be. Yeah. But uh, let's deep dive into this surviving college one one because our advice is not just for engineers. This episode, uh, in future episodes, it might be because that's all we know. That's all we we live and breathe. You know. Wait, let me make a call. Um, if you're. Uh, if you're not an engineering major and you want to hop on this podcast and teach me something, feel free to to send me a quick email. If you actually know me personally, uh, reach out to me, however. But if you don't, uh, the email for this podcast is going to be between two brackets, podcast at gmail.com. I might spell that out for you guys. Please don't forget the podcast. Uh, yes, I've forgotten it. So someone actually took the original email that I wanted. They they took the uh, between two brackets. I don't know why or what they were doing, but when they when they get that, 
that email from Between Two Brackets podcast, they're gonna they're gonna regret their decision. But yeah, Between Two Brackets podcast. I'm gonna spell it out real quick. B E T W E E N T W O B R A C K E T S P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Holla at you, boy. All right, let's get let's get into the nit. The what? The nitty gritty. The mud, they say. All let's right. get into the trenches. All right, Ashton, I got a question for you, bro. All right, shoot. Let's say you could go back and talk to yourself, and you know when you first started, what will be what will be some advice that you would give yourself? What would you tell future engineers? What would you tell people who are trying to get into this field? What would you tell them to make sure that they don't join and become the most depressing person they can be? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, okay, but for real, we got we got eight eight or so. We'll see how it goes. We got eight or so, maybe more. Yeah, maybe less. Um, but the first advice that I would give to, you know, either incoming engineers, not even, this is, this is beyond engineering, for any incoming freshman, you know, young, naive, you still think the world is yours, uh, find a mentor, find someone like, like Jesus, not me, I know, who come to me as well, definitely, <laughs> nah, I love, I love talking, I love giving advice, uh, but definitely find a mentor in that major that you're thinking of taking, whether it be engineering, whether it be, you know, English, whether it be business music the uh, the best thing that you can do at the beginning is to is to find a mentor and now the importance of a mentor hey Sue, tell him what the importance of the mentor is yeah and um i can really speak from personal experience because that's one of the struggles that i had when i first started i, ne- I didn't find a mentor um so you'll find you'll find out really quick in engineering that you know stuff hits the fan as soon as you start taking that first class so um, having a mentor to give you that insight, to give you that uh, that forecast, that that vision for you, is so crucial. You know, so having someone right there to tell you, hey, you know, take this class right here. Take take uh, for example, take calculus two. Maybe maybe that's your weakness. Take calculus two, um, and partner it up with. Uh, two easy classes because at the end of the day you got to take some easy classes they're called FKLs at USF at USF they're electives Um, just electives electives I don't know if it sounds for Florida or fundamentals it's one of the two but anyways they're easy classes Uh, so if uh, you could do that you know you'll be fine You'll be fine. You'll you'll you don't have nothing to worry about. And like right now, you're listening to this and you're like, dude, what are you talking about? You're just rambling. You're so just, I'm gonna take over. You're doing, my guy is rambling. You're doing exactly what every other person does in the podcast. But I'm gonna hit him with some solid advice because my boy Jesus here is struggling. <laughs> but all right, so Jesus was unlucky. He did not find a mentor. We don't want to be like Jesus. We want to be like me because I was lucky enough to uh, to have an RA. My uh, freshman year, shout out to the guy. He knows who he is. If he ever listens, please do. Um, <laughs> that but yeah, no, I had an RA who was a, uh, a senior in computer science. And when I tell you that that was probably the best thing that set me up on my uh, trajectory for semi-success in college, it was because of everything that I was able to learn from him and all the advice that I was able to give to him. Because in college, this is the first time that you're going to have they're, gonna, they're just going to throw you in the water, and it's really just sink or swim. You know, they love to tell you that, you know, you've got all these resources available to you, but then you go to those resources. I'll speak from personal uh, personal experience, and a lot of those resources are pretty useless. 
they are pretty useless. But because I had a mentor, you know, I had someone who I was able to go to for advice. You know, I had someone who was able to tell me what to do, what not to do, you know, or even who to take, what not to take, or even, you know, when certain classes got a little rough. Like I remember I was taking that that programming concepts and some of the uh, some of the information just wasn't making any sense to me. But because I knew I knew someone who had already taken that class and who had already gone through what I was going through, uh, it definitely made the uh, the load a little easier. So find a mentor if you're taking computer science, computer engineering, information technology, and uh, you want to learn more about it. If you're thinking about it, definitely feel free to reach out to me. I love talking about tech. Tech is a uh, tech has kind of become become my life okay so yeah talk about rambling you gonna talk about me going all over the place man i couldn't even keep up with your conversation we got here this but all right <laughs> anyway i gotta humble you son i gotta humble you that's fine if you uh, if you go to usf and you're a mackie and you're struggling hey, i actually hey, know hey. i know other <laughs> i know other mechanical engineers yeah. you know i know better people for you to reach out to than my guy jesus Head so up. you reached out to me if you need any uh, if you need any actually if you need any uh engineering advice whatsoever i know i know people across different engineering fields who i could put you in contact with who would be willing to sit with you and have those conversations because honestly those are the best things that you can do when you're first coming in and you have like you really have no idea i'll be honest with you you have no idea what you're stepping into you're stepping into the fire yeah, facts. And uh, I'll be that other guy on your shoulder telling you to, hey, it's not that serious. Just relax. Have fun because it will get, it will get stressful. It will hey, get Hey, hey, you bad. jumping advice. You're jumping advice. Come on, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> it will What's get What's the next bad. one? What's the next one? What's All the right. Next one? So we go, we, go to, we go to point number two, which is, uh, I don't know how other schools are. So this will, this will be good for like USF. I don't know if other schools have like flow charts. But when you first come in, you're going to want to review, review your flow chart and like understand, you know, what classes you have to take or any GPA requirements that you want to go, that you're going to have. And so, Jesus, you can, you can start us off with what that means to like review your flow chart and then understanding those GPA requirements. Yeah. So if you go to USF, you'll see, um, if you, especially if you pick mechanical, um, that you have like five or like six classes to take um, up front. I, I don't know the actual number, but it's, like, not where you're used to in, like, high school. In high school, you know, you just show up, you got the same whatever classes every day. Or even if you're, like, on a block schedule, they're mm -hmm. doing that nowadays. Wait, wait, I hate to cut in, but real quick, mm -hmm. because you touched on high school. So, in high school, you know, they, they assign those classes to you. Yeah. But in college, you choose, you have to sign up for your own classes. So, this is why reviewing that flow chart is so important. Yeah, exactly. So... With that being said, being that you have the choice, you know, when you see that flow chart, it might be intimidating. You might be like, yo, this is ridiculous, the amount of classes that, that I have to take. And the worst part is that it's not like high school. It's not like, you know, you go to school 7 o'clock in the morning or whatever your time um, um, school zone is, and then you get out at whatever, you know, 3.30, 5, whatever. No, this is like one professor teaches his one class at like 8 o'clock at night. And you're like, dude, I got to work at 8 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? So understanding that you don't have to take those seven cl five classes um, a certain semester doesn't, you know, is, is, is really valuable because you have the choice in that. You know, that kind of leads into like stress management. Um, you'll, you'll figure that out along the way. Definitely, definitely. But just to piggyback off of piggyback, that's a that's a good word. 
just to piggyback off of uh, of what you, off of what you said, understanding that flowchart and understanding you know what courses to take is so important, especially as an engineer. Because as Jesus said, when you come in as a freshman, I remember my experience looking at that flowchart, seeing those 128 credits, seeing all those classes, and being like, oh my goodness, I don't know what to take, I don't know what to do. Flowchart management is super important. So definitely you're gonna wanna, like I said, find that mentor. You wanna review that flowchart with your mentor. If you aren't able to find a mentor, then you wanna review that flowchart with your advisor. And then GPA requirements, at least for, at least for engineering at USF, uh, as you come in, you're not specifically, you're just, you're just in the College of Engineering. You're not within your specific college. So for me, yeah. I'm in the College of Computer Engineering and Science. Jesus is in the College of Mechanical Engineering. Mm -hmm. You're not in that college specifically when you first get in. You have to hit a certain GPA requirement in those core classes. What are they? Like Calc yeah. 1, Calc uh, 2, Calc 3. It's different for every engineer. Right, 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 right. But for a lot of people don't understand that. And this is something that they do not tell you. That you have to get a specific GPA in a specific amount of classes. So... If that class is Calc 1, Calc 2, Calc 3, Physics 1, Physics 2, you want to make sure that you do your best in those classes. Because if you don't get that GPA in those classes, you can kiss getting into that college, of that specific college that you want to get into goodbye. I'm not sure how it is at other schools. That'd be, that'd be interesting to see. But uh, That is pretty interesting. Yeah. Also, while we're here and we're talking about GPA requirements, uh, I just want to touch on this too, that you... Do not stress over GPA. It's gonna be okay. I know that uh, this is gonna be a first time that a lot of persons aren't able to hit their 4.0. A lot of persons may not even be able to hit their three, their 3.5 or whatever it was that their their goal was coming in. And that's fine. As long as you're able to maintain above a 3.0, you're gonna be okay. Unless you want to do research, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to go to grad school. I'll go to grad school. Then you wanna want to try and maintain a 3.5. But if you're like me and Jesus, and you're just here to get that get that degree, then get that paper, <laughs> that 3.0 is gonna do. All right. Hey, and and like that's really important too because um, not everybody takes the same path to get to college. Some people like to go to um, community college first. Some people like to just straight up work first. And here's how I feel about those things. People who take that path of going to community college first or working first have an advantage over people who just go to street universities first because me at 17 years old probably didn't have the same mindset that I have right now at um, 23 so the thing is you it, you know throughout the years you'll figure it out you'll figure out through working what you want to do in your life and you know like you'll figure out what you like and what you want to wake up and do the next day and not feel like it's a drag or so on and so forth so um Damn, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. It makes sense. So I guess what he's trying to say is don't feel pressured to jump right into college. There we it's go. It's okay to, you know, take a year off and, and find yourself. Is it, it's okay to, to go to a uh, community college at first. I kind of wish I went to a uh, yeah. community college at first because it's this small, especially going to such a big school as USF. There are like 50,000 students there. So you, you don't really, you're just a number in a lot of classes. So going to that community college being able to you know have a smaller classroom and just you know mentally develop because at, uh, at 17 18 we aren't like fully mentally developed or anything like that okay 
So we're going to go into uh, advice number three, which is learn your study style, which is, I feel like, super, super, super important, especially if you were, if you considered yourself to be, you know, a really smart kid in, uh, in high school and you didn't really have to study much. Coming into engineering, this is the first time that you're going to find yourself having to actually, you know, focus, actually, you know, study weeks, well, not say weeks, but, you know, study like, you know, a week or two in advance for an exam. And so the, the thing here that I had to learn is that everybody studies different. Some people study better in groups. Some people study better alone. Some people uh, study better by taking notes whilst they do and reviewing. Some people do better with flashcards or whatever it may be. Uh, we're not going to be engineering specific because you don't really need flashcards for that. But, uh, but yeah, learning your study style is, is super important because if you have a hard major, you are going to have to study. If you're an engineer, you're going to have to put in that work. So that is what a lot of people do not realize coming into college. What you got to say about that, Jesus? What you got to add on? <laughs> yeah, um, just thinking about that, just uh, having the right people around you, too, makes it easier. You know, like having the right influences, having the right support. So uh, when, you're, when, you're, when you're struggling with those, you know, choices that you have to make, you know, do I want to do this, want to do that, but knowing that I have to study, just having that, you know, that person on next to your shoulder saying, hey, you know, like, we should just knock this out real quick, you know, I'll stay up with you, um, mm -hmm. I'll study with you, um, I took that class last semester, I remember this subject, let me, let me go ahead and try to um, recall what I learned and support you, mm -hmm. that, all those little things add up to just you getting that better GPA, you getting that better grade, and um, at least uh, to yeah. more, more blessings, so. Yeah, but just to backtrack a bit, because I see you've, you're trying to jump to my next point, which is find like-minded pairs. But before we, we deep dive into that, I want to point out that in engineering, nothing beats hard work. At the end of the day, you're going to have to work hard. There are going to be a lot of 3 a.m. nights, 4 a.m. nights, all-nighters. There are going to be a lot of times where you're going to have to like tell your peers that, no, I can't go out tonight because I got this exam or I got this project. So be prepared to work hard. Don't let anybody lie to you and tell you that engineering is a breeze, because uh, this is this is more like engineering specific. But just college in general, if you're like you know a biomed student or any type of student, be prepared to put in some late nights, because that's kind of what college is about. It's about you know being able to set your set yourself up for afterwards. And so a pretty good thing that kept me going through it when I thought about that. And uh, shout out to my mom because she gave me this good advice. My parents, it was you know four years of hard work for for a better future so you work hard for those four years and that four years can set up the rest of your life if you want to slack off these four years then you might have to work harder for the rest of your life so just think about it like that it's okay to work hard in college it's okay to not you know be a huge partier or do any of those things yeah and like kind of you know tying it back to like the second point that or maybe first point that we said those four years doesn't mean like Boom, like right after college, I mean, sorry, right after high school, right after you decide, like it's just, whenever you want to start, when you start, give it your all, because oh, yeah. whatever, whatever yeah, you know what I'm saying, like mm -hmm. I want to make sure that mm -hmm. we cover everybody's perspective. That's true. So, if you're that person that, you know, you're, you're, you're questioning it, you mm -hmm. don't know what it is, even if it's outside of engineering, maybe it's just your passion, it's what you're, that's what's driving you, give, it your, give it your all, because the money will come, you just have to focus on learning and being the best he could be most definitely and it's okay to take more for it's more it's okay to spend more than four years in college 
Uh, I just said four years because that's what most people think of when they think of college. Yeah, but it's okay hey, to hey, spend. Hey. And by the way, that's not because of any statistics. It's just because the college wants to get funded by I don't even know what the government maybe. Yeah, yeah. they be pushing that if, four years. Yeah, hard. exactly. It's okay not. Yeah, it's bro, okay to take more than that... four years. You, you run your race. Everybody runs yeah. a different race. And so to go back to what Jesus was saying, because he was jumping, trying to jump my points. That's what I, I do, baby. That's what I do. Find like-minded peers. I cannot stress this enough. This here is what got me through engineering. Was being was having like-minded individual. <laughs> can't English. Having like-minded individuals. Oh, we know. <laughs> Talking about adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> finding. Stay tuned. Finding like-minded individuals. You know, you want to surround yourself with persons who are going through the same thing that you're going through. My guy here, Jesus. He's one of those like-minded individuals. <laughs> Uh, we we uh we took what what did we take together? Uh, e systems. Yes, uh, that's a great class. I'm gonna talk about this. Yeah. So e systems was a class that I was definitely e systems and electrical systems, uh, for you non non folk who've never taken it. And uh, it was a class that I was I was struggling pretty heavy in, you know, first exam. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I didn't do too hard. I got a I got a slow 45, but I was I was giving it my best. I was giving it my best. You're just going to speed limit. <laughs> you know, not too much gas, not too much brakes. But yeah, you know, I got a slow 45 on the first exam. And that was an exam that you know I studied pretty hard for. It wasn't like I was slacking off. But the problem here was that I studied by myself, and so a lot of that information that I was not understanding, I had nobody to talk to about. And so in order to like turn it around, because you know, can't get a 45 and pass no class. Can't tell my parents I got no 45, and you know I told my parents, you know, I'm riding, I'm riding that that B, that B real quick. Don't you worry. But yeah, no. Um, so what I had to do there was find people in the class who were taking the class as well, and then through through doing that, you know, having like-minded people who were going through the same things, being in a group of pairs, they were able to explain a lot of the information to me that I was simply not understanding. Thanks, I'm very like thankful for them because you know I came out with a B. Tell you right now, that would have been a hot retake real quick. I'd have to withdraw. But you know, a lot of engineering is gonna be other persons pulling you or you pulling other persons through. Uh, engineering is like one of those degrees. In fact, college, and I feel like this is pretty good life advice. You're gonna need other persons' help. So don't feel don't feel ashamed if uh, if you find yourself, you know, Seeking like-minded individuals, we could cut that out because that was. No, that was good. Yeah. Okay. We leave it in then. Bloopers. You got anything to to add on to that like-minded individuals? Um. Yeah. And then, um. Kind of tying it back to um, what he said about like-minded individuals. Um. You never know where you're gonna find them. So. You know, me and Ashton, we met at uh working at the campus rec. So. Um. The Shout reason, out USF Campus Rec real quick. Yeah, that was pretty lit. So uh, the, the only reason why I uh, first went there was because um, with my engineering uh, process, I was thinking to myself, you know, like I'm over here making this 30-minute drive to, to, to the city and then, you know, to work. And it was like getting into my studies and I'm like, ah, what am I going to do? Uh, manager's not really working with me. So what I did was I quit my job. But then I found a job on campus. Um, my mindset was, you know, I'm going to find a job on campus, uh, study while I'm there, because everybody on campus understands that you are a student first and then everything else second, right? So 
that's how I, that's when I applied to the campus rec. You know, that's how I came. That's how I came and met um, uh, Ashton. So you never know where, where you're gonna find those like-minded people. It wasn't in class. It wasn't in the engineering hall. It wasn't, um, you know, walking in this specific engineering building. It could just be anywhere. Um, you'll find people who are, um, uh, you know, all around you. Most definitely. I like that you talked about, you know, the the uh, having troubles, having troubles. You know, finding that balance. Because our our next tip is, you know, school life balance. Uh, I will say it is at times it is hard to uh, to find that balance and that balance is always not going to be 50-50. A lot of times especially when the semester semester gets hard, it might be, you know, 80-10 or it might be 60-40. But uh striking a balance between between school and between personal life is very important because, you know, college can get very stressful and you don't want it to you don't want it to consume you. So, you know, whether it be just finding, you know, an exercise to take your mind off of things, you know, finding a good job where you can go and, and just, you know, talk it up with, with other people. Jesus, you want to you wanna add on to that, that school-life balance? Yeah, and um, kind of like you said, like, what I like to do is play basketball, even though I'm trash. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a good exercise. You, you, you'd be surprised by, like, what just getting that oxygen flowing that blood flowing through your through your body does for you um it's kind of like when it comes to studying uh i know i realize this is late in the game but it's kind of like uh working out a muscle you know when you what you're doing at the gym is that you're shredding your muscles you're you're tearing the 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 tendons i don't know come on boy you work the front desk you don't know nothing about the gym boy you know they did not teach us anything about working out <laughs> we were there for safety and safety only <laughs> But um, yeah, pretty much what you're doing when you're working out is you know you're you're stressing yourself out. You're you're learning. Um, you're making your your muscles learn these new movements or whatever. But it's in it's during the rest that your muscles actually grow. You drink your protein. You eat your food. That's when your muscles heal and grow stronger. Same thing with studying. When you're crunching and you're studying for a test, uh, crunching is is a. Uh, could be misleading because I, I don't mean like studying last minute i just mean like you're focused there it's monday you're studying your exam is two weeks from now right when you're when you're doing that what you're doing is you're you're, you're breaking those muscles in your brain you're studying you're 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 embedding it uh into your memory um but then it's during those rest moments where you go to the gym and you forget about it you love your subconscious level really try to understand what's going on and, and it, it'll connect the dots for you um, and it's been proven. Uh, you can read this book called A Mind for Numbers. <laughs> it describes it a lot better than I just did, but um, it's it's key. It's very key. You, you can't just sit there and study all day, every day. That's not going to – it's going to get you far, but don't lose the importance behind the rest, behind hanging out with friends, behind the um, going to the gym, working out, whatever your, your device for reducing stress is. You know, don't lose grip of that. Most definitely. I agree with that because I've had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of late nights where I've neglected, you know, neglected that rest. And then what I've come to find is that all that information that I was studying, because I didn't allow my brain to uh, to take a break, I forgot it. So so definitely taking a break is really important. Real quick, did you uh, did you take a philosophy class? Taking nah. the FKLs? No, nah? nah, I didn't. I no, just, uh, psychology, um... my bad mindset subconscious i don't know who you think he is got that thesaurus on the side of him 
<laughs> I keep it on me, bro. I gotta. I can't be All caught right. lacking on a on a on the podcast. On a podcast. I Come like on, that, man. Mm. All right. So this one here is Jesus's uh, advice to you guys. Yeah. Get paid to learn. That's very important. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to touch on that first because I know that what you were going at was at a different angle than what I was going. Yeah, go ahead. But um, a lot of people before like choosing a college, like this could even be for like freshmen or persons who haven't even decided on their college as yet. A lot of persons feel pressured to, uh, to go to Ivy League schools or to go to these really, really big name schools and spend all of this money putting themselves in debt for, uh, for a college degree. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that, that's, that's, for, that's for some people. But for a lot of persons, that's not what's going to work for them. So there's nothing wrong with going to a, uh, to a smaller school. Because at the end of the day, you get the same education. And it's not about where you go. It's about what you learned and who you meet and who you network with. Because, uh, you know, I go, to, I go to USF, which is really not a really great engineering school. But I found myself in the midst, you know, with companies that... Uh, I won't even say companies, but in like networking events where where 90% of the people there are from like Ivy League schools. And, uh, yeah, but those people, I don't know. No, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, the college that you go to does yeah. not matter. So don't feel pressured to say, oh, yeah. I, uh, don't feel pressured to, to have to uh, attend a really good school. Because yeah. I just, don't feel pressured to spend all that money. But you could go and get that four-year degree at a community college. There's nothing wrong with that. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100,000 with you. It's just politics at the end of the day, honestly. Like, that kid going to those Ivy League school, I mean, yeah, he's a genius. Don't get First me thing, wrong. we're not bashing him either. Or she, yeah, we're not bashing them either. It's just, like, um, the narrative behind it. It's not really the school you go to. It's, for one, if I'm a manager, I'm going to hire somebody. I'm looking at the personality. I'm looking at the drive. I'm looking at the person, see what, you know, what path he decided to take or she decided to take. Um, how are they going to handle certain situations? I'm not going to look at, you know, you went to, to I, uh, what is it from, you watch um, The Office? Oh, Cornell. Yeah, I'm not going to look at, yeah, you went to Cornell. Yeah, I'm definitely going to, no, man, I'm going to interview you t- alongside of, anybody else and i'm gonna judge you based on your i mean your intelligence and your character you know so if you get lucky you, you want to be jesus to be your hiring manager <laughs> basically all right you gotta be smart though <laughs> get paid to learn what does that mean jesus to you because uh, it to, meant something different to me yeah so i i i got that from reading um mark cuban's book i forget what it's called uh yeah don't don't ask me what it's called because i don't remember but it's like a very small book it's very small. It's like 100 pages. But one of the key uh, items was get paid to learn. Basically, the way Mark Cuban used it was when he was younger. My bad. I'll uh, cut that part out. Anyways, when he was younger, he worked for like some Radio Shack place. And I'm just going to use that as an example. If you're too young and you don't know what Radio Shack is, oh my goodness, I've gotten old because I'm not even that old. But Radio Shack is definitely out of business. But he worked for some, like, Best Buy, for lack of a better company. Um, company. And, uh, anyways, he he would read, like, the manuals there. He would read the latest technologies. He will learn as he's working. And he got really good at what he did. 
which was just like a salesman. He just sold people that technology that the company was selling, but it was tech-based. He wanted to work in the tech industry. So what did he do? He didn't get a job selling, you know, flipping burgers, and that's no disrespect to anybody, but what I'm trying to say is that he didn't, he picked a job. What he did was he picked a job related to what he wanted to do later in his career because he understood the concept of building blocks. He understood that one thing gets built on top of another. So what he could do in the moment that he has um, control over is, you know, I'm going to get this job where I'm selling this technology. I'm going to learn it because I know it's going to be useful for learning my next mission, which will get me closer to my next mission, which would then ultimately get me closer to my goal, to my end goal. Um, so that's what it means to getting paid to learn. In my experience, my end goal at that time was to get my degree in mechanical engineering. The obstacle I had was my work would um, interrupt my studies. You know, I had to drive a lot of times, and I mentioned it earlier, so I won't I won't repeat myself. So I put myself in a position where I would be happy where I was at, and I was able to study where I was at. That was my mission. That was my goal. And I was able to achieve it. I would work uh, as a campus rec, very chill job, very cool management at the time. And uh, they allowed us to study while we worked. So I was able to knock two birds out on one stone because, you know, we got <laughs> the bills got to get paid at one point. So. Um, so, yeah, that was my goal. And, and, and I lined myself up where I could uh, where I could, uh, you know, get closer to where I wanted to be. So that might mean something different to somebody else. All right, so advice number seven. I see we're going on 37 minutes. Uh, so play us while you're driving. Play us while you're taking a shower. I don't know. <laughs> but well, uh, an average drive nowadays is about yeah, 37. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so advice number seven is network. Networking might be the most important part of college. Because at the end of the day, and this is a really good Bahamian saying... And if you're from the Bahamas, you already know. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And so uh, network, network, network. I can't, uh, I can't express that enough, the importance of networking. Um, and I'm not just talking about networking, you know, with companies, you know, with recruiters or anything. I'm just talking about networking with your peers as well. Because you never know who could be the future CEO of, of this or who could be the future CEO of that. So it's good to network with people in college as well. Because, you know, one day you might, uh, you might wish you network with me. You know, I might, I might be something somewhere. <laughs> yeah, a guy who owns a podcast in the middle of nowhere. Aye, aye, aye. We got okay. the bongo. Okay. Just kidding. But uh, a lot of these topics we're going to deep dive uh, further to in like other episodes. So don't feel too stressed if we don't talk, if we don't go in depth enough about it. And if you have like, you know, questions or something that you want, to, want us to uh, talk more on in another episode, feel free to reach out if you know me. Reach out however you know. If you don't know me, shoot me that email at my uh, thing that's going to be in the, uh, in the description-ish thing. Don't forget the podcast. Yeah. No, I'll put the, I'll put the email there. Okay, I guess this will be our last, last but not least. We might talk about other stuff. I don't know. We'll see how we're feeling. But do internships. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, man, come on. That's like, you can't go to college or, you know, pick a degree and not do internships. What? 
Okay, so I'm going to talk on this one here a bit because, you know, I've been lucky enough to do an internship every summer and then do some throughout the, uh, do some research and do some uh, internships throughout the semester. So, so this is kind of my forte. If you, wanna, if you want any advice on how to get an internship in tech, because I don't know about too many other majors, but if you need advice on how to land an internship in tech, I'm your guy. And if I got bad advice, I can send you to a better guy. But uh, internships are important because those are like the real, real world experiences. What you learn in school is, is okay, it's cool, especially for tech, but it's not really what you're gonna be doing on the job. But I, I learned that my sophomore year, uh, working as a software engineer for a, uh, for a company. And like through that internship, I kind of realized that, you know what? I don't really like software engineering. This isn't really my, this isn't really my thing to do. I would have never known that if I didn't do an internship, you know? So you, you kind of like find your passions at internships. Also, the other beauty of internships is that it's the only time in life that you get to work for companies for a short time and see what the people there are like. And you get spoiled. Because when you go full-time, they don't spoil you anymore. That's what everybody's told me. They said, enjoy your internship. This will be the last time the company actually cares about you. <laughs> That's not true. But uh, it's also a good segue for landing a full-time job. Hey, Seuss, didn't you... Uh, Hey, Seuss knows a lot about that. His internship led to his full-time job. I'm not gonna name where my boy work at because I don't want y'all messaging his uh, messaging his manager saying saying he you heard him on this podcast talking foolishness. But uh, my full-time job also came from from my internship. So uh, internships are a blessing. Yeah. Um, so exactly what you said about uh, you know learning the people and see how the culture is. Man, you don't understand how important that is. That is my first and only question every single interview. Because um, I'm straight up, man. I'm not putting this time in college for me to be miserable at a job. I could, one, pick up the um, the vibe or the culture off, off just a pure conversation that I'm having with the person that I'm interviewing with. Um, so at the end of the, at the end of the interview, you get to ask a few questions. My interview is, you know, I, I put them on the spot. Tell me how you feel about this company. Tell me how you feel like the culture is. Tell me how you feel. Tell me about your work life balance. That's the things that I care about because learning the job is easy. That's cake. As an engineer, at the end of the day, that's what your degree gets you. It gives you the ability to learn anything. Now, if you're gonna enjoy what you're doing, that's 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 depends on the people who you work with. That depends on your uh, your environment, the culture of the company. So yeah, okay. Enjoy those internships because um, get a feel for those companies. So I guess that'll be uh, that'll be it for the eight major tips that we're gonna talk about for this um, episode. This is this is not a goodbye. This is a uh, see you later. <laughs> okay, but uh, but honestly though, if you um, if you have any topics that you would like us to talk about, or if there's anything that you want us to go more in depth about, feel free to uh, to send me an email. If you are interested in, you know, hopping on this podcast, you know, because most of the people that I have here is going to be Jesus uh, or maybe another engineer because most of my friends are engineers. So if you are from another major and you want to come on and share some advice or teach me something, or even if you didn't go to college and you want to talk about your experiences, you know, I'm all ears for anybody that would want to, you know, come on and talk as long as you keep your, uh, your six feet. You know, you're not experiencing any... Uh, any corona-like symptoms, you're coming in with your face mask, because, you know, 
we're gonna look back on this podcast 20 years and be like what is he talking about ah 2020 makes sense but uh yeah it was fun yeah man you don't want to hear me talk so y'all go ahead and uh do what he said so, all right that's it that's, that's it. it that's how you wrap it up deuces now nah, we're gonna we're gonna take some of that stuff out right i don't i don't want nobody seeing me end like that <laughs> man, that's a bad ending this is exactly how i'm gonna end it bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> and right. cut that was good